Welcome, fellow adventurers, to Dead Before It Started, Bald and Bearded Chronicles. Grab your dice bags and ready your imaginations because we're about to embark on a journey through the wild, wacky, and wonderfully disastrous world of D&D. I'm Michael, the one with the imposing bald head, beard, and glasses, and alongside me is the ever-wise, bald, and bearded Matt. Greetings, listeners. Our combined years of DMing have gifted us with tales that are too good not to share. We have celebrated the missteps, the critical fails, and those characters who have left the tavern but never quite the starting village. <laughs> That's right. Whether it's a campaign that met its untimely demise or a character whose dreams were dashed by a well-placed banana peel, we're diving into the moments that were dead before they started. But it's not all doom and gloom. We'll also explore the gems hidden within the chaos, those unforgettable NPCs who stole the show, unexpected alliances that save the day, and the camaraderie that keeps us rolling those dice. So join us every week as we roll the dice of destiny and share stories that make you laugh, make you cringe, or even inspire your next adventure. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you get your podcast fix so you never miss an episode of Dead Before It Started, Bald and Bearded Chronicles. Welcome to episode 14. 14. It's been a little bit, you know, better here but uh we needed a little bit go. of that before you you <laughs> went i didn't know you were going there so well ad lib um, come on okay all right all right, right we're good but um we're back and we've been, been hiatus since Heist. before thanksgiving i believe yeah yeah but you also moved into a new house mm. got your stuff really done busy. yeah we got busy but and so did our you know campaign that we were running and we've been out for dnd's kind of been on three hold weeks for a while <laughs> so we figured what better way than to discuss nurturing and men maintaining your epic campaign nurturing today? Care for it, yeah. Eat you got it. You got to nurture water, it. You know, mm-hmm. let it grow. Little maybe over fertilizer. Yeah, maybe or maybe uh, maybe it likes Oreos. You know, no, <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'm not saying no. But let's let's kind of start this off and go. And look at um, the foundation. It's kind of a fun idea, right? Oh, you have one. Let's hear it. Let's hear your idea first. No, I think this this uh, talking topic is kind of fun. You know, uh, how do we how do we get through the bumps and bruises of the campaign? How do we keep it going? Yeah. How do we keep it interesting through the whole thing? How do and we get through? Make it continue like the. Uh, most of us, we want to keep playing D&D. We want to finish yeah. a campaign. We want to get to that ultimate climax. And we don't always get there because there's a lot of moving parts and mostly moving yeah. people. Sometimes people but, move. Yeah. Sometimes people drop off. <laughs> yeah. That, that's the bigger thing is people dropping off is like Sometimes someone goes home and tells their girlfriend all about the fun they had and the girlfriend wants to come and play. That's awesome. So you get new people. I'm okay with that. Yeah. That's what we're getting today, too, but we're not getting a girlfriend. And so. everybody's jealous of the girlfriend, and then I don't know where I'm going with this, but... I have no idea where you're going with that. It can cause drama, or it can be awesome. Who knows? Okay. So well, let's talk about that a little bit in the initial planning stages here and, like, creating our world. Like, some of the things that I think of are, like, the, like, lore, I would say is the biggest thing background to know of like yeah what's the like think of like the i think star wars the- or history or like even like um what we were what was that one we were doing the um 
steampunk or oh, right. like you're over so we had a campaign yeah with a whole history and mm-hmm. kind of what the world was about yeah yeah i think that's one of the biggest things and making sure it's something that your players also are interested in because yeah sometimes if that's, if that's strong yeah. and interesting then you can build a lot off of that yeah and continue it's like yeah yeah then you can't do much with it right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so there's no such thing as over planning your foundation. Oh yeah, like it, it can seem daunting in there because there's a lot to it. Because you're setting up future adventures, you're setting up future side quests, you're setting up future, like not even that, maybe even long campaign. Even if you're doing a short one right now, yeah, yeah. At least that's my thought, you know. And it's it's like, you know, getting that tone of that campaign is vital. Maybe like it is a daunting task. So mm-hmm. taking in chunks, like the players don't need to know everything about the world because mm-hmm. they're just going to explore that first town for a while. Yeah. All right. Focus on the town. Make it great. How does that town connect to the rest of the world? Is there like trading that it participates in? Is it a big political power? Yeah. Um, is it just some tiny fishing village that nobody knows about? Some things I'm thinking about of what I could have done better. <clears throat> What's that? Oh, just things that you're talking about for oh. our, our, ours that were done, you know? Oh, I see. I mean, we did pretty good, but yeah. there's so many things I could have done a little differently, but yes. True. Like, but the thing is, if you forget them, you can always add them later. Yeah. <laughs> you can always add it. It's it's not like it's... There's also things yeah. where your players are going to stumble across things, mm-hmm. and now it's part of the lore. Like, and you made like, something oh. up on the spot or... Mm-hmm they attach themselves to something weird and now you need an explanation for it. So yeah. it's part of the world. So that kind of gets into the next piece. Actually, you're kind of going right into that. So the next piece is keeping your players engaged. I think you hit on that a little bit of whatever players latch on to, go with it. Yeah, run with it. Because then they're going to enjoy it better. Um, another one it's is more like personal to them when they, yeah. they find something that they're attached yes. to and they want to pursue. Mm-hmm. So in, in our campaign that we're, we're, we're doing, and we're trying to keep going, you know, I gave them these very powerful artifacts Yeah, that they're not, a, that they're not attuned to yet, but they will be maybe after this episode or, or this session, we'll see today. I don't know. Uh-huh. We're going to, we're going to include some stuff today in that, but I think, Oh, really? The, yeah, there's gonna be there's gonna be a really. I have a plan for something really cool, but it's not for your character, so it's okay. Oh, come on. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it, it's it's gonna be for the most clumsy character we have. <laughs> Who's that? Uh, the the one of the brothers, one of the triplets, or whatever. The guy who lost his leg, or the yeah, the guy that lost his bar. leg. Yeah. Okay, the, yeah, the guy that lost his leg is gonna get a pretty interesting thing happen today. Okay, I'm pretty excited about that. I, I've I've been thinking about for a while and thinking how can I make it happen for attunement just kind of randomly. Yeah. Randomly just happen. Okay. It's going to be great. So That's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's going to be cool. But I think giving them something to be interested in to use and work with and give them unique yeah. abilities is huge. Uh-huh. Because then they could do something cool they've never been able to do before. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I think that, I think you're right. Like, I heard I read the story online where these 
party like cleared out this little or they found this little cottage or something. It was cleared out. Family had been murdered or something. And there was like a little bell that hung from the front door that was seemingly there just to kind of paint the picture. The GM just put it in there to paint the picture. It was like mm-hmm. a bell to like ring the kids in for dinner or something. Mm-hmm. But the cleric like grabbed onto it and saw it as um, like these orcs had come to this little cottage and they used the bell to ring the kids in. Oh, to the cottage, thinking That's it was dinner time, and, and then they okay. killed him. So in his mind, he thought that happened. So he took the bell and he used it as his weapon of revenge or something. As he was taking out these orcs, and he even killed like the last orc chieftain by smacking him with this bell. And then he like inscribed like a holy symbol on it, and it became his um his, uh, his way of channeling magic. Oh, interesting. His okay. focus. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> I like that. That's actually really cool. So like yeah. things like that are huge, and I think that helps keep your players engaged and keep them going because, you know, that's just what it is. And like I think in our campaign we're working on is you're an artificer, so a big thing is you're crafting things. Yeah. And I think so far every ep- every session you've crafted something. Oh, yeah. You crafted a leg. You're crafting. You're working on that um, plasma, uh, crossbow. plasma crossbow, which we got to finish looking at today. A little bit. The main I, weapon of my character is a boomerang. Yeah, a boomerang. Static electricity yeah. arcs on it. Exactly. Know? Like little things like that that keep each person engaged because it's unique to their character. Yeah. And it's nice for them. So it gives them a little personality to work with too. Exactly. Motivations. <laughs> so then, then here's the here's the next thing is like what what happens if the plot goes awry goes in a different direction than what you or me or anyone as a DM is wants. Like they accidentally killed the the big bad. Yep. Because, yep, yep, yep. Because you put him in front of them too or soon. <laughs> or Yep. Oh, like what I did when I slit that guy's throat, remember? Yeah. Oh yeah. Was that the big uh, that wasn't the big bad. No, though. it wasn't. But it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or <laughs> I'm still thinking about that. That was I was like, you're no use to me. <laughs> Maybe you have a little story Bye. in some village and the players didn't catch up on it. Catch mm. it or yeah, little things like they it, just it gave up matter. on it. They're like, eh, yeah. I'm out. No, Not we don't want to we don't want to do that. Um that one's hard. Cause that one that's the one where you plan and you plan and you plan. Yeah. And then you're party does something completely different than what you planned. Throws everything you yeah. just did yep. out the window. Yep. Exactly. Um, I would start by not flipping the table, because that could be bad. <laughs> oh, that's what I do all the time. <laughs> Flip the table over. <laughs> Actually, no, I don't, but yeah. Right. I don't know. I've never had a campaign go just completely off the rails. Like, I've had I did it unexpected. to you. I've it to you every time I was unexpected, but like... Yeah. I never had a whole plot destroyed like that. Like, you ruined my fun because I wanted to kill one of you and then <laughs> run away. Yep. I mean, it didn't work very well. No. But you didn't derail anything. <laughs> okay, so let's just say it's not necessarily derail. Like, what do you do as a DM without losing your campaign if you there's a detour? Things aren't going the way you expect them. You're not rolling well. You're not whatever. Right? How do you adapt and do things on the fly. Yeah. Um, how do you do that? Like it's a, it's a flexibility thing, but how do you 
well, maybe, do those things. You know, uh, you got a campaign that's, they decided they don't want to hang out in this village. Mm-hmm. So all the stuff you planned for that village kind of goes out the window. Yeah. Or does it? Maybe just in the next town, those quests are available. That's not a bad idea. Maybe the... Or they're the, slightly different, but they're basically the same. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the bad guy that's um, was going to chase them and mm-hmm. maybe cause some chaos, he follows them still. He's, okay. He's still tracking them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, I guess what I'm trying to say is roll with it. You okay. Can, you don't have to throw everything out the window. You can reuse some of that stuff your players didn't find because they have no idea it was there. Yeah, because you've planned it. Don't get rid of what you planned. Yeah. But being flexible of where it's happening is huge. For sure. Right? What's happening when? All those things, I think, is are, are good to know and good to, as a DM to be there. And Maybe you guys already know this as you're listening, and that's fine. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. It's just something to get you in the as long right as your players aren't being dicks about it. <sighs> They're just being assholes. You know, you, you could just... Just I'm cursing. I'm sorry. Oh no, I was gonna say you're gonna curse me, but you know. Oh, you. Yeah, no, you you hated <laughs> me so much, um, because I was I always did that to you. I was just like, if your players are purposely fun. doing this to you, that's what maybe I. Maybe it's not the campaign for you. I don't know. <laughs> well, that's fine. But I, I don't know. I didn't do it that bad. Like I said, you didn't derail me, so it wasn't that yeah, bad. Yeah. But if like if players I was always are purposely doing, like I was always trying okay, to do this is the main path, and we're not doing it because <laughs> this is spite you. Yeah. Maybe find new players. Oh yeah, See, I've, I've never, I've never done that. I, I just had fun messing with trying to do things that were kind of crazy. Because why not? Yeah. <laughs> so then here's the next one um, that kind of goes into your foundation quite a bit when you're building a building a world is keeping things consistent. And what I mean with that is like your rules and your lore, not changing things just for the sake of changing them. Yeah. Like as a DM. And I'm not good. I'm not as good at this. I'm working on it. Is know the rules that you want to play with, yeah, and understand them so that if somebody tries to abuse the power, you can stop it before it becomes a thing that anybody can do. Yeah. If that am I right? Is that kind of what we're going with here? Yeah, I think so. So I think that like first session where you guys are mm-hmm. kind of um, putting together characters, maybe doing that session zero, talk yeah. about the big rules that you want to like keep to. Yes. Like, I th- I've been in several games that handle critical roles differently. Yeah. You know, flesh that out. Tell them, like, hey, this is how I'm going to do critical roles, or this is how you can use a mana potion or a health potion or something. Mm, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, you know, it's, it's, it is hard to maintain all the, the book rules. Yeah, and sometimes and you, you go on the fly and, and try to say, we're just going to do this because yeah. maybe you don't remember. It's It's okay. But I mean, maybe your like players will correct you. It, it'll be good. Maybe yeah. they don't know and they just go with it. And sometimes your players knowing more than you helps a lot. Yeah. It but helps me a ton. Being being consistent with those rules mm-hmm. is important because then you're because if you're not, your players kind of feel like they're being cheated or oh yeah 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 or maybe you're having a bad time because the rules are, or the players are just abusing them. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, I agree. And then you you talked about that session zero. Um, I think session zero is is like critical. I, I don't. Oh, that's my thought. Like a lot of people don't do them, but I think they're critical yeah. because, like you said, it's where you build your characters, be. right? Yeah. It's where you can go over rules. It's where you can make sure expectations and everything is 
is said of this is what's the expectation, blah, blah, blah. You know, you get a little bit of backstory of every player. You get the backstory of the the yeah. lore and the campaign and kind of what things are, you know, what's going on. I, <clears throat> I'm i not saying that it's perfect, but I do mm-hmm. think it's one of the things that are often just kind of swept aside, yeah. even if it's a pre-made campaign where, you know, it, it gets your group together and maybe you fi- figure out that dynamic that maybe some of these players aren't what you want or you yeah. figure out if, if you're going to work together well or whatnot. You know, I think the session zero is is why it can, is it's vitally important for that piece of it. Yeah, I think all the pieces of putting your party together, <laughs> getting the lore out there, those are really important. Because then, you know, you, then your campaign doesn't just completely fall. Yeah. Or you can f- see, you might see the pitfalls as a DM. True. Earlier. You might you might start explaining some rules that mm-hmm. you have, and your players are like, maybe some more experienced players are like, well, if you let me do that, when I hit level four, you're gonna have a bad time. DM. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of nice when you when you have that because it it helps you out a little bit. You can also like you can explain to your players like this is kind of what I think this campaign's gonna be. This is yeah. where I'm kind of headed with it, and that kind of helps them plan. Okay, who wants to play this? Who wants to play that? And like or, how they want to play, like within yeah, the party dynamic. What type of class do I want to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or what type of rogue do I want to? actually want to play if i know that somebody else is, is doing up yeah somebody else is doing this i need to i want to balance the party out i'm going to do it this way some people are really big into that i'm not as big into that i'm just like i'm going to do whatever yeah but i'm not into min-maxing like, yeah but <laughs> there are there are groups and there are players that love that yeah they love that meta where they can really synergize together as a group and just do havoc because that's what they right. want yeah yeah might, so, be, might even be more fun to just like, all right, you're in the wilderness, go, and don't tell them anything. Then they can't idea. plan, and they're just as a DM, that's fun. They're rolling checks, and yeah, they're trying to survive with what little knowledge they can gain. Hmm, it's not bad. I like that. Okay, <laughs> so <clears throat> all right, so now here's here's intent. the. Oh, thank you. I'm, I've just been kind of, I got a throat thing. So if you guys hear thing. me right now, I, I don't sound normal. What'd you put I'm in sorry. your throat? A frog. Oh. I don't know. I'm just saying that. a big D. <laughs> oh, shut <laughs> it. Wow. Wow. You really went there. I'm just going to leave this on from here on out. Okay. So um, how about uh, the burnout arc? That's hard. <laughs> I know it's hard. That's what you, that's what she said. Oh. Oh, bam. 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 Where did it go? No. No, I lost it. Yeah. <laughs> Took me a little too long to get that. <laughs> but um, so as a DM, our yeah. worst fear is our campaign doesn't finish. Yeah. Like that's my worst fear. I don't want it to not finish. Right. So things that I've been doing for to decrease this ever happening in our campaign is the people I picked to be in my campaign, number one. Yep. Number two uh, and when I say people, people that enjoy being together, like they already know each other at least a little mm-hmm. bit. They get along with the people that they're that are in the group already. That's one. But two, the biggest one is I will I see them in person. Yeah, like they're not just friends through other other ways where I only see them at D and D. Not a and friend I, of a friend. Yeah, <laughs> I see them all the time, and I say, hey. We're going to get our campaign together. Hey, 
we're gonna hey, get our campaign together. Hey guys, hey, listen. Hey, 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 we're doing, yeah. Hey. And I like over that. This is my way of doing it. Over like, he likes the hype man. Yeah, I'm the hype man. That's <laughs> all I ever do. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a hype guy. Like I'm like, hey, we're gonna do this. Hey, this is coming up. Oh, hey, I'm gonna do this just to get them excited when they're not playing D and D about coming to D and D. And then another one that I like to do that is isn't necessarily like a DM specific thing, but I always have snacks. I always have snacks. And That's why you like coming to your house. Or even <laughs> having you in the campaign. You bring all kinds of snacks. <coughs> yes, that's what I do. People um, are like, we got to invite Michael. I'm like, yeah, he he has the snacks, of course. Are you telling me that nobody likes me in the last group? No, I'm just messing with you. Oh, I see how it is. Now, I'm, now that's always going to be in the back of my head. I don't. You're, you're a you're a <laughs> hole. Um, so. I know. It's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> So, but that's my way of doing it. That's my personal experience and how I try to decrease that burnout piece is yeah. I'm the hype man and mm-hmm. I bring, and I bring snacks. Snacks are the best. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? How do you try to um, decrease burnout? And what do you, and when do you, has, I guess, cause you've been doing this longer than I have. What, yeah. when the biggest thing I think is going to be important here is when you look at the signs of burnout, cause I don't know the signs of burnout cause I haven't played yeah. it a lot. So let's dive um, into that a little bit. Things I see are people will start coming up with excuses for why we can't play. You know, okay. they'll purposely, and they won't tell you in advance. They'll tell you like day of and be like, yeah, yeah I don't want to do this. Yeah. Because of this or this, but mm-hmm. which might be a valid reason. But if you know you're going to be studying for a test tomorrow, you could tell me before the day oh, of, yes. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So very much so. That tells me that. You're just you're you're not super excited for it, and it's just something that you can cancel, and it's whatever, yeah. right? You're kind of burnt yeah. out on it. Yeah, that makes sense. That's a big one. I I see where you're talking um, about there. Seasonal, I think, is there another is a seasonality to it. I agree. Thing, especially with our profession, we kind of saw this last year when we did our campaign. Mm-hmm. Summer happens, and everybody's Summer hit, gone, and everybody's like, and nobody I'm like, out. No, nope, I'm not playing. <laughs> Yeah, and we I'm wanted fishing, to play. We wanted to play, I'm but nobody else wanted to play. Not in the state. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I, you're right. You know, it's not we're teachers, and yeah. that's what happens, and that's yeah. the way it is. So I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're right. Like that. That is a big one. Um, but you hit on a really, really important one. There is that if the flakes, right, the ones at the yeah. end, they're their last minute. Whatever. I mean, we had a little bit of that at the beginning of our campaign, not mm-hmm. because people didn't want to do it, but because, you know, life gets in the way. <laughs> like, life really gets in the way sometimes. Yeah. Like, let's, let's look for you, for example. We haven't done our podcast for three weeks, not because you didn't want to do the podcast, but because you were working so on your busy. house. Yeah. Like, you just got a new house, and, like, those are things that are out of your control as a DM. And if, if that happens, don't take it out on your players. Yeah. It's okay. Because that's true. They maybe they do really want to play, but there is something they're actually like. You told me way in advance. You said, "Hey, uh-huh. man, I'm not gonna be able to do this for a couple weeks." Yeah, and we talked about it. It wasn't like a like I was bummed. You yeah. know, I was bummed, but I'm not gonna hold it against you because of it. It's yeah. just a. It happens. It's life. So make sure that as if you do as get a, mad at them, this is gonna cause it's gonna cause it worse. It's gonna be they're worse. gonna be burnt out then at that <coughs> point, and yeah, then they're, they're not. not then they're just back, not gonna right? like you, and then you lose your friend. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, you know, you know me enough that I'm not mad at you for any of that. I yeah. know that you were trying to get your stuff together. I actually helped you, but I'm not. Yeah. No, actually, I could I could help you more. <laughs> I totally could have. 
Um, but you got three little ones. You got to take care of two. <laughs> dude. So. It's insane. Um, but I think that really hits on those burnout pieces of, you know, even if there is a flake, yeah, you know, but if they tell you early enough and say, Hey I mean, man, I'm, I'm not going to be able to make this, I'm, this is going on or like a day, like you said, a couple days in advance, that means they want to play. They're just, there's something going on. Yeah. And it's okay. So those are things that are not burnout. So don't get upset about things like that. Cause there were some days that were, I'd planned for a session and then all of a sudden we're not playing. <laughs> I'm like, Oh crap. We're not playing. This sucks. Maybe just talk to your players too. Like, yeah. Hey, what's going on? Are you not yeah, into yeah, the yeah. campaign right now? Cause then, you guys can yeah. hash it out and figure out like maybe you're doing something to them that they just hate playing in your game. And they could. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe they're just not rolling well or they're getting trapped by your traps and they're just like, they're tired of losing to you, right? Yeah. I think that's how you feel with I've, me. <laughs> I've had that before. Like I've had a DM just throw a bunch of crap at me and I'm not rolling well, so I'm not doing well and I'm not having a good time. So I yeah. got really burnt out on the and campaign. See, so, so, now, so now you're hitting into the thing where you got mad at me the one time about <laughs> fudging rolls, right? Yeah. What the heck? No, no, no. Listen, you're you're hitting. You're really hitting into that. Let's say your player is doing poorly on their rolls. They aren't hitting what you want to hit. Yeah. They're not. They they look like they're not having fun because they're not doing anything cool. Yeah, that's a big thing, <laughs> right? Know that as a DM, and that goes back to you. be willing on and be on the fly to change things. Maybe. Don't make it as hard of a roll. Or yeah. maybe you do roll better than they do, but you say, no, I rolled this, and it was lower. Maybe you can start throwing right? out some, like, inspiration dice for things that they do well. Ooh. Like, maybe yeah, they... Yeah, do that, too. That's not a bad idea. Maybe they talked really well in the bar, and they got some good information for the party. Mm-hmm. But they went out into the forest, and they bounced an arrow off a tree and shot themselves in the butt. <laughs> like... <laughs> Give them yeah. a little, yeah. little extra dice that they can yeah. roll when things go really south and they can give a little boost to actually do something cool. Okay. That's that's not a terrible idea. Yeah. Not a terrible idea. So but those are things that like we're just talking about an experience of, you know, may, maybe I'm a fudge dice a little bit just to make sure that my players are enjoying the game. For me, that's just what I do. That's not necessarily saying mm-hmm. it's not killing my game. It's not killing the player's experience. Now, if it is, then don't do that. It's just more <laughs> of my way of if there is something where I'm just completely destroying them over and over and over again because I get good rolls, yeah. I'm going to fudge it a little bit just to make it better for the players. Yeah. Because otherwise my players are going to get angry and not want to play because I roll really well all <laughs> the time. I swear you got weighted dice. I don't have weighted dice. You've paid used that, my you dice. You paid the extra five bucks to Amazon <laughs> and get the weighted version hit you. <laughs> I actually don't. Can you even get those? I don't know. No, I don't think so. Maybe we should officially. You, know, you probably could buy some, but you know what we should add at the end of every episode, and What's I think that? we should start it right now. Okay, let's do but it. We should we we should go to Amazon and see what the oh, first really? thing that comes up when we say when we type in D and D. Okay, this is E N D. Yeah, this is this is just different. So first thing that comes up. Nice. Here it. Nope. No. 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 Oh, we're going right here right off there. the results. Okay. okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. So gotcha. the first thing that comes up, Ooh, we're gonna. That's we're really gonna cool, it actually. is actually. We're gonna, we're gonna talk. We're gonna, this is a new. It's sixty nine dollars. <laughs> <Giggity. laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so the, it is a 
uh, RPG case for miniatures. Ooh, it's for and everything. Dice. Dice. Organizer has a binder, character sheet panel. Um, a little slot. Rolling you put tray. Your book in. Um. Yeah. It's that, a. It, it's basically a player's companion guide. Is that a thing. whole page that's an erasable character sheet? Um. I think it's not actually a page. I think it's a. Yeah. It's not a page. Oh, it's just a. It's just a little slot where you. It's can a put slot your where you can put your character sheet in, okay. but you can dry erase it because it's plastic. Yeah. It's sixty nine dollars. Cool. It's Fangorn Forge RPG case is what it's called. And honestly, it's pretty. It's actually kind of cool. Put all your, everything I you need for D anD. d It's got a little rolling tray. Yeah, a little rolling tray. Bag, bag for. I don't uh, know if the bag comes with it. Maybe it there. does. I guess yeah. it does come with the bag. Yeah. Okay. This is kind of unique. It's, it's like a little inlay. folio thing. It's kind of cool. I think it's unique and it's a little different. Yeah. Um, not something that I would like uh-huh. because I like my dice box. And I like yeah. my I like my my uh, dice tower. That's what That's I like. Fair. That's, That's just me. But yeah. I think it's still cool. Like I've been looking this. at something. I've been looking at something trying to get some for like it's a way DM cooler screen. than that crappy box I carry around with all my stuff in it. Your box is is, is pretty bad. <laughs> um, and I think you know with it only being sixty bucks, oh, you can get a different version. There's of a, it. yeah, there's a minis and dice version too. Where you so could, it's basically the same dice, thing that ha- there's the one that's ones. just ice, and the other one has miniatures you could put in and ice. Okay, I need this for my my minis I have sitting up on the that's true thing up there, but it's still you like paint those. What are you doing, dude? I don't have paints yet. Oh, maybe one of these days. I don't you know what know. I'm getting you for Christmas. <laughs> are you getting me paint? Seriously, I, I'd rather have a DM screen. Well, just maybe <laughs> there's some good ones on, on Amazon, but that's our that's the end of our episode, guys. I'm you know, I I think we've we've given you a little bit of info and gotten you where you need to be. Um, but that's just kind of where we are. Have a great time. Bye. Bye. And there you have it. Another episode of Dead Before It Started, Bald and Bearded Chronicles, wrapped up in a critical success. Before we ride off into the sunset, don't forget to share your own tales of misadventure and mayhem with us. We'd love to hear about your characters who met their fate before they could say critical fail. Absolutely. Reach out to us on social media, hashtag dead before it started, and let us know your favorite moments from today's episode or any epic fails you've encountered on your own tabletop escapades. And if you've been enjoying our stories of woe and laughter, be sure to leave us a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Your feedback helps other adventurers discover the podcast and join our ever-growing guild of storytellers. Until next time, dear listeners, may your dice be kinder than a gentle breeze and your campaigns be as legendary as the sagas of old. Farewell, adventurers. Keep those imaginations soaring and those dice rolling. Be sure to join us for the next episode of Dead Before It Started, Bald and Bearded Chronicles. Thank you.